Okay, we're back. We're back with more Live from the Heartland. This is Michael James, Flying Solo, your host this morning. Uh, while Katie and Tom are off doing uh, family events in other parts of the country, in the region. And uh, we just heard Daniel Biss, a candidate for governor of the state of Illinois. And uh, now we have an old pal, Don Rose, who uh, has been around for a long time. I first knew about Don back when uh, you were working in the mobilization and around back in 1968 in the Democratic Convention. Uh, we've had you on the show many times. Uh, you've been really on target with all your predictions except for one election, which fooled us all. And I would like to just start off by... Uh, uh, you were listening very attentively. I watched you through the window to uh, Daniel Bist uh, talking about his campaign. And uh, what's your take on Daniel Bist? Well, I think he's clearly the uh, uh, most experienced and uh, most progressive candidate uh, and probably should be the next governor. But he certainly has uh, an uphill battle. Uh, although that hill is getting a little lower. Um, a little bit. Uh, uh, millionaire Pritzker, billionaire Pritzker is now attacking him, which is probably the best sign that Daniel Biss's campaign is moving. Now, whether it's going to move, he's, he's still behind from every poll I've seen, uh, but he has narrowed the gap. And the question is, in 20 days, roughly, um, you know, you, you, you know uh, uh, voting really starts on the 5th of March. Absentee voting, where about a third of the people will, a quarter, th third of the people will vote. Um, so he's got his work cut out for him. Uh, I think the other candidates uh, are, are not to be dismissed. The name Kennedy is going to be very big in the black community. It. Kennedy has attracted uh, other progressives like Chewy Garcia and uh, Troy LaRivier. So uh, I, I think progressives are kind of divided here. And uh, it's a matter of um, are they going to believe that Dan can win? Uh, he has moved up, and the idea of a middle-class governor is, to me, that was good. The winning slogan. Uh, I'm I'm not predicting he's gonna he's gonna win, but I think he's probably uh, well, he'll be doing an endorsement column in a couple of weeks in my Observer column, and I'm very likely to endorse him. Well, that'll be a with his flaws. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other candidate. Let's talk about Kennedy for a minute. Uh, there is a little bit of a kind of a messianic quality to some of his ads, but I'm not clear what he stands for. I mean, you like to think, uh, you know, if you fall into the, your liberal shoes, uh, you know, Kennedy kind of a good guy and all that. But he he was around in Illinois for a long time, and the only thing I remember him ever doing was to uh, block uh, Bill Ayers from be getting a kind of a, uh, you know. Professor Oriel accolades or some title. Um, what's your take on Kennedy? I think Kennedy is a reasonably progressive guy. Uh, he's been engaged in a lot of uh, charities, as has JB. Uh, and but he's riding on his name because he does not have uh, genuine progressive legislative accomplishments. Uh, you've never seen him associated with anything. I mean, he's been associated with good causes, but not, not highly progressive causes. Uh, but let us not 
let us not uh, uh, forget that that name Kennedy is going to yeah. be very powerful. No, I thought I think the ads are interesting. One of the things that I did see him uh, talk about, which I would like to just address with you, was it was I think it was on uh, WTTW. He he said that uh, Rauner was not a Republican. He he called him a Libertarian, and I uh, I wonder what your take is on that, and what you. Uh, what is your kind of take on libertarians in general? I, I, uh, my, I just refer to them as kind of right-wing anarchists. Well, some are and some aren't. Um, if you uh, are theoretically a Republican and you believe in publicly funded abortions as uh, uh, to his possible de detriment in the primary, uh, Rauner could be considered a, uh, a libertarian. That, that, that's a very broad... Uh, uh, thing, uh, you know, the original libertarians came out of the University of Chicago. Uh, you know, Milton Friedman was fundamentally a, uh, a libertarian. So a lot of people can claim the mantle. Uh, if you um, are a conservative who has certain civil liberties values, you can call yourself a libertarian. Um, I, I'm not going to hassle the guy for using that term. Uh, particularly since Republican uh, does not have uh, the finest aroma to it. It certainly doesn't. Uh, Don Rose, um, let's switch gears a little bit. And uh, uh, on a local race, uh, what's your take on uh, uh, the assessor's race? Where uh, uh, a very important, this is probably... Yeah, it's a good race. This is probably the race that will affect most people in Cook County most directly. And uh, I'm very happy to say that I've seen some polls that Fritz Cagey is running uh, well ahead of Joe Berrios, who is part of the Chicago scumbag end of the Democratic Party. <laughs> you heard that, Party. scumbag. Scumbag. <laughs> uh, end of the Democratic Party. Um, he's running, Cagey uh, uh, is running very well ahead. There is a female plant in that um race who will take some votes away because a there is going to be a woman's vote she just got back on the ballot and uh, she is a plant from the barrios people and uh, uh, i think people who may be tempted to vote for a woman feminists uh, who want to vote for a woman uh, don't realize that they are taking votes away from the potential winner and they could be hurting themselves by helping Barrios by, 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 by taking votes away from Cagey. Do you actually think that Andrea Real is uh, entering the race? Because I remember she was on our show talking about how, uh, you know, black, Latino, poorer people get reamed on their, their property taxes and before she announced for the race. And I'm just wondering, and she did try to run once before. Do you think it's like accidental or is it really like a conscious thing that, or is she being used now? I think she is being used, and I think it's a very conscious use. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's a rough one for everyone, because uh, she's certainly been out there supporting some causes. Um, in, in the three-way race, uh, KG is still running ahead, but yeah. it's much closer. Yeah. Well, I, would, I, I definitely think that uh, it, we know we have to get rid of Berrios, so yep. people have to address that and deal with it. Um, Don Rose... Uh, let me... Uh, can I plug one judge? You can. Uh, people in the uh, uh, 18th sub-circuit, 
uh, I have a good friend running uh, uh, who is already an appointed judge. Uh, his name is Myron Mike Makoff. His number is 162. He's endorsed by everybody important from Jan Schakowsky to Newton Minow to the National Organization of Women. And the reason I want to bring him in is he's the Democratic endorsed candidate, but a couple of machine hacks are endorsing, uh, are breaking away and endorsing his opposition, whose name I'm not even going to give you. But uh, so I do want to say a good word for Mike Makoff, but let's go on. What's your take on uh, the water reclamation race? Cam Davis is uh, someone died in that office. Yes. So there's a fellow named Cam Davis who people I think that I got the name right, uh, who a lot of people say is really a hell of an environmentalist, a good guy. Yes. But you have to know to write him in. So I'm calling everyone's attention to that. Uh, let me ask you, Don, what you think about uh, David Orr deciding not to run again for county clerk how that came down, because it doesn't seem to me that there was a person in place, a progressive person in place, to run for David's seat. Uh, any thoughts on that? Well, the original plan was that uh, Chuy Garcia uh, yeah. w was going to be the replacement. As a matter of fact, there was some talk that David might resign a little early and get him put on. Uh, Chewy was then, uh, that, 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 that sort of uh, laid low for a while, and uh, Chewy is now uh, the heavy favorite to replace uh, Louis Gutierrez in the 4th District, and you can't say enough good things about Chewy. Um, the replacement for David, we've got to find the right, we've got a lot of good people. We've got to find the person who has the same kind of qualities that David had, who does not look like a wild-eyed progressive, but who is a very solid guy people believe in. And that race is not until 2019, right? Right. Um, speaking of Chewy, you brought Chewy up because Chewy was uh, it was rumored to be in line to get that seat or to make a move on it. Uh, then there was some talk that Chewy might run for mayor again. And now Chewy is running for Congress. What is your take on the mayoral race that's going to come up in 2019 here in the city of Chicago? Well, there's a lot of interesting uh, candidates, at least at the moment, uh, we have uh, the former police commissioner, Gar Gary McCarthy. Uh, really, it just seems like he's going after Ron. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, we have Paul Vallis, who almost screwed up our school system in the guise of, of economic uh, uh, straightening out. But he, 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 he introduced the worst testing and private school, uh, 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 I'm sorry, a charter school, uh, 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 sessions. He was really terrible for education, but he's got a good reputation. Um, and then Bridget Gaynor, a uh, 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 relatively unknown county commissioner, has been wanting to run. And then you've got the only declared candidate, Troy Lerivier. Now, the fact of all of those people with Rahm Emanuel each of those people uh, takes votes away from Rahm Emanuel, and if Troy Rivier stays the only black candidate and consolidates it, we may have another Harold Washington coalition because many, many white progressives who, uh, of the BIS kind and of the uh, uh, old Harold Washington kind, uh, can also get behind Rivier. Uh, the problem there is if another major black candidate comes in, 
it's all up for grabs. But uh, uh, right now, with the constellation we've got, I would say that Rom could even come in third. And uh, I'm not predicting it, but uh, you know th this is not going to happen until uh, uh, 19, uh, 2019. So uh, um, it's 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 very very interesting, and uh, the, the the table is not set yet. But uh, uh, I, I think Charlie Rivier, it's up to him to build uh, the kind of base that Harold had, and I think it's possible. Um, you know, uh, one of the issues in the, uh, in the election will be, the, uh, the, the mayor's election, will be uh, police procedures. And, uh, you know, we have the Laquan McDonald issue, uh, that video, and that seems to be what McCarthy is uh, you know, trying to blame uh, Rom for that. But uh, there are efforts to provide better oversight of Chicago police. Uh, any, you have any opinion on the, those procedures and the overview or the oversight of Chicago's police? And I guess I want to say, have they evolved? Where are the police at? What are the issues? Your take on police and governance. I, I think the best thing that's happened, uh, mm -hmm. and then a bad thing happened, uh, they replaced the old... Uh, IPRA, independent, so-called independent police uh, review authority with something called COPRA uh, in the absence of federal assistance. And a wonderful woman was ahead of it, Sharon Fairley, and the first big decision they made was very progressive. Now, Sharon Fairley, unfortunately, quit to run for attorney general. And uh, Depending on who replaces her, COPRA has, uh, according to some of my friends who are uh, uh, on the uh, uh, community board for that, uh, are, are, are hopeful. And I would say the, the best hope for police community relations improvement lies with COPRA until we have a new mayor who is dedicated to it and will have a police department uh, that changes that contract and becomes more progressive. Uh, we've had a number of the attorney general candidates on our show. I wondered if you have uh, had any sense about how that race might go. Uh, there's a number of, you know, some progressive people in Aaron Goldstein, uh, Sharon Fairley's running. What's your take on that race? Uh, uh, Scott Truth is very good. He's the only uh, uh, state representative who voted against uh, Madigan for Speaker of the House. Uh, unfortunately, I think the race is boiling down to Pat Quinn, uh, the former governor, because he's best known, uh, and the endorsed Democratic candidate, Kwame Raoul. Um, there is, however, uh, uh, fairly in that race who will split the black vote. So if I had to make a bet, not that he's my favorite, but if I had to make a bet, I'd say that Pat Quinn is uh, still strongly in the lead. All right, Don, uh, we, you know, we will run out of time. I got one more question. I wonder if you would uh, give us your overview, uh, your analysis, your vision, your picture. What do you got on the Democratic Party, whether it be locally, uh, statewide, nationally? Where are we at? We are possible. What I am hoping for is that the various factions of the Democratic Party uh, – although they battle each other uh, in primaries and so on, realize the importance of stopping fascism in America and get together 
get together fully, even though both sides will have to make compromises. You've got you know something like Nancy Pelosi may be an old face, but she's a brilliant organizer. Um, there are people like Sherrod Brown who are elected in uh, red states. Senator of Ohio. Senator of Ohio. Brown. Elected, about to be reelected for the third time in Ohio. Um, I think we've got to gather around somebody who represents middle America, and that means not an East Coast and not a West Coast candidate. Don, I'd like to talk to you for a lot more time than we have. I'd like to talk more myself. So we'll have you back, and maybe we'll get together and hang out sometime. Thank Sounds you good. so much. That was Don Rose, and he has a column in the Observer newspaper, which I'm sure you can find online. And, also uh, on Facebook on Monday morning. And on mornings. Facebook. Anything that we missed, do you want to just give us a hint at? Or give us your Facebook, your websites, all that kind of stuff. Um, the website is Chicago Daily Observer, cdobs.com. Uh, that column appears late Monday or early Tuesday, but it's also posted on Facebook uh, under my name uh, as a general post on Monday mornings by 10. Thank you so much for coming on live from the